0: This week on the Mental Health Monday podcast, we're about
1: to be America's (laughs) largest 4G (laughs) (laughs) network. Fuck y'all. I played that Omnis elevator music shit.
0: And I'm not saying that every Republican is a terrible person. I am saying that they are all horrible
1: people. I'm just kidding. Hey, remember that time that I thought I was engaged? I'm a bag chaser. Question: Do we remember how to podcast? <laughs> We're gonna find out. Uh, there we go. Uh, Happy New First Year! First uh, snap of twenty
0: twenty two.
1: I thought. I was gonna. I was. I had this. I was gonna count down like we were recording this on New Year's Day, and we're definitely not. Um, but in essence, too, all episodes are pre-recorded, so I think we can just throw away that saying a yeah. pre-recorded episode. This is a pre-recorded. They episode, all are, except for the live one, which yes. was still technically, technically pre-recorded, recorded, but it yeah. was alive. It's yeah. uh, nothing makes sense, and everything means nothing. We are going to continue with the. Uh, um, Change a few things up, but we are going to continue with Words Mean Nothing. Yep. Uh, that's going to be the running bit. Um, we, can, we can add Nicole back into the bit. I think things are
0: yeah okay enough sure. to
1: where we can do the Nicole bit. Uh, Sean White's trash forever. Um, under oath. Speaking of under oath, uh, we didn't exchange gifts yet, but I officially got the tickets nice. and you are going free of charge. And Hell yeah. We are taking an Uber and having a lot of fun, and then, yeah, it's going to be a really good night. I'm going to get you dinner. We're going to go down to the concert, pregame, and then, yeah, so we got uh, four ground seats, of course. Yes. So... I have your um, gift downstairs wrapped, so remind me to give it to you before you leave. Oh, I won't forget. I I haven't gotten very many, (laughs) but, yeah. we're back, everybody. It's been yeah. a hot minute, and it's, uh, like you said, I do we remember how to podcast? I texted Ben. Uh, I was like, all right, well, we got to start off with just us, because we aren't going to shut up for a while. Yeah. And we got to recap the end of the year. For sure. Recap the new year. I got to talk about some things mentally. Uh, so this is just going to be a catch-up episode, is uh, what you're about to listen to. Yeah. And... Uh, I don't know. I was thinking, oh, three positives. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do something different. And I'm going to change it up on you okay. right out of the gate. So we're going to do two positives and one thing that was a negative that you were able to turn into a positive. <laughs> oh, jeez. I know. It's challenging. We're setting okay. the bar a little bit more to... You could have like told me before yeah, and then I you I could and
0: then you could have told me on the podcast and I could have acted like oh, oh I was
1: ready but now oh, we just surprise. have to do a weird edit. <laughs> Does Ben know how to edit his own material? I don't know. We'll we'll find out. I know that was a super challenging one, but I feel like this month I've been really going through it and it's uh, everything is super stressful with the end of the year of the f- it's the end of the fiscal year at work, which means mm-hmm. hours are dramatically cut. Uh, we can't over-forecast, no overtime. So it's staff to schedule with what yeah. it's forecasted, and that's if the people show up. Mm-hmm. And it's not great, uh, i tell you that much. And being uh, one of the front-end managers, store managers, it's not ideal. And so tensions are high with everybody. Customers are rude. It's, just, it's kind of been a nightmare. Um, but one positive that I took away... From that, I'm just starting right out of the gate. So that's the negative, is that it's been a really crappy work month. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially the next two weeks, it's still ongoing. It's not over. Uh, But a positive that I took away from it is that I'm as strong as I make myself to believe I am. And I was talking with Heather the other day, and she goes, who cares what other people say about you? Who cares what they're, it, how they act towards you or things like that? It's like, you know your shit. You get your yeah. shit done, and you're one of the powerhouses and managers of the store. And you wouldn't be in that position if with the actual managers didn't trust you and the co-managers didn't trust you. Like, you're a badass, and you have to remember that. But I'm so in tune to listening to the noise and caring about what other people think to where I take things so literal, but, uh, so that was like, I, I hit a, a couple meltdown breaking points, but I got myself back composed and we're back in the game. So it's, uh, that's a negative that I'm turning into a positive is to remind myself that, I'm in a role that I'm prepared to do that I've been doing regardless of changing circumstances. I've adapted to change. I'm comfortable with it. I'm confident with it. And I know exactly what to do. Nothing changed. It's just the amount of stress and it being winter time has changed. Mm-hmm. And your outlook changes everything on it. So that's my negative positive. Um, one positive that I do have is that, or my first step too, is that um, I got a GoPro for Christmas. Yeah. And I have one wanting to go... It, GoPro for me, I have... I've always had the money to buy a GoPro. I could have gone out and bought a GoPro anytime since the 5, 6, series and the Blacks, and the Silvers came out. And I just said... I, I couldn't justify purchasing it for myself. Like, it's not a gift that was tangible for me to buy on my own. And so I was like, ah, and so I never bought one. Well, my mom got me one for Christmas. And I set it up as a dash cam. I played around with it. Dude... I regret not just going and buying one so many times long ago because it's just so fun the wide angle lens like it's everybody needs a GoPro and I feel like everybody but me already had a GoPro or has a GoPro at this point but for somebody with an active lifestyle like ourselves I mean it's going to it's a game changer so yeah, for sure it's yeah. it's definitely really fun and that's my second po- or one of my positives and then my other positive um would be that I mean there's there's a lot oh I'm gonna use this one because I'm super excited about it and it's in the future far enough to where I can't kill myself beforehand um April 16th, April, something like that, uh, Rise Against is coming to Cincinnati Yeah, with Rodney Now and uh, Pennywise. And I have never seen Rise Against, but I hey, love... Yeah. Uh, they were one of the first rock bands, like rock bands that I've I listened to. And I remember hearing Injection and... Uh, and uh, uh, don't hold me up now, I can stand my own ground Yeah, I think, that's the, f- I think the first time I heard them was on Guitar Hero <laughs> Yeah, it was Prayer of the Refuge, yeah And yes. I don't even think that I heard them on Guitar Hero I think my friend had Prayer of the Refuge on his iPod And I listened to it on the bus one day And I was like, whoa, this is really good yeah. And so I've never seen them live I've always loved them And so I get to see them in April uh, And I have to make it till April now So that's my that's my second post So we're going to that one too But you already nice. knew that um, fuck you, Ticketmaster. We'll yeah, never be a Ticketmaster. It. Dude, so I hit the total, and I I get COVID, and they haven't had shows in a while, and everybody's yeah. struggling, but you're a corporation that sat on your butt during a pandemic. Like, you don't need to make your fees 70% of the ticket price. I'm yeah. not kidding you. I did those under tickets. Tickets, $34 or $29 a piece, or thir- in the 30s a piece, after fees, $22 fee per ticket. And I was like, are you fucking in... Are- are you shitting me right now? So, I mean, it's fine. Everything's fine. I'm still going, but it's just, it's disrespectful. Yeah, that, that's how I felt like when I got
0: the, cause I got tickets for tears for fears coming up this in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I think the lawn tickets were like, I mean, they're very affordable. I think 25, 30 bucks. But like, I think after fees and stuff, it was like a couple dollars short of a hundred. I'm like, this is fucking insane. It's yeah. yeah fuck, it,
1: fuck, it, fuck Ticketmaster. All my homies hate Ticketmaster. Uh, they were, they we really do. They used to, me and them used to be on good terms. Me and Live Nation are still kind of on good terms because they still hook me up with those sales and those. It's true. It's, so I mean, I'm fr- first to access. And they like, do, they do like, um like I have
0: T-Mobile, mm-hmm. and I don't think I actually took advantage of it at the time, but they have like a deal with that they do with Live Nation to mm-hmm. where you can get. Tickets for like twenty dollars a piece for like any like for like a ton of shows like big shows. Yeah,
1: I know they they they're really good with affiliating with them because Sprint is also a monopoly corporation that we're not going to talk about because of um, probably lawsuits or something. When they, I mean, we're going big this season. We you thought we were coming strong coming at Joe Rogan last season? We're taking (laughs) down Sprint. Taking down Sprint now is on the hit list. We're about to be America's largest (laughs) 4G (laughs) network.
0: Fuck y'all. (laughs)
1: i feel like sprint is the equivalent of uh the internet uh logo where it's just like it's or aol or it's like congratulations 2021 it's like they're so far behind on everything and it's like dude we're we're past this like where have you been and it's like yeah uh so yeah that's fun yeah So for me, I guess I'll do
0: my positives first. Sure. Um, So first positive that I guess is more recently was um, we finally are getting footwork into like getting the basement done. So um, a good friend of mine, he recommended a friend of his that he used to work with that does contracting work on the side. Mm -hmm. And so he came the past – he was here all last week, and then Monday, Tuesday of this week, and uh, built out our whole shower down in the basement. Yeah, and then tiled the f- uh, floor in the base or in the not in the whole basement in the bathroom. Sure,
1: huh? I said sure? Tiled the whole basement, the just the bathroom, just the bathroom. Yes. Okay, <laughs> not the shower. No,
0: well, he did the shower. He like, did the shower. So he built he built out the shower, tiled it like what the tile that we wanted and everything Uh and then we were kind of thinking as he like when we hired him to do the shower uh we were like you know we could do the tiling in the floor but i'd rather have somebody that knows what they're doing whatever so i was like hey like while you're here if you're not busy like do you want to do the floor too and he's like yeah for sure just pick out your tile so we did that and he uh tiled the floor monday tuesday so now we just need um Basically, just, uh, I mean, toilet, vanity, finishing touches, and then that's done. Yeah. And then we can start on, like, the actual basement doing, like, drywall
1: and all that kind of stuff and the flooring. Um, So, we're excited for that. So weird that we build our basement and uh, around our bathroom. Like, the bathroom's always (laughs) the first thing that's built, and then you build from around there. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: Um, Yeah, and once we finish up down there, we'll move upstairs and start doing some stuff up here but um but yeah it's uh it's exciting to finally make headway into that um another positive i guess just for the past year uh just being able to travel and stuff and actually do things which i, I got know big plans to talk about with that which i know right now like it's kind of it's kind of iffy right now again with uh omicron and all that all that stuff i th- i think i know have you solved
1: COVID? Is that what you're about to say?
0: No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I think <laughs> I, I I know at least double digits personal of people like
1: firsthand that have caught COVID in the past like month. I think I had it two hours before I came on the air I, and then it went away. I think that's what happened. I had like, <laughs> I woke up from my nap and I had like hot flashes and my mom just got her booster and she did Johnson Don Johnson. She was a yeah. one and done and she is elderly <laughs> and medical conditions. So she did when she went to go ba- get the booster. Um, it was a Moderna. And I said, "Oof! Uh, if I was in it for a ride, the five hours in the middle of the night on my second dose, you're going to be in for a rough ride. And she's, um, bless her heart. Uh, I just left her at home shivering cold with two blankets on the couch with a huge fever of one hundred one and I'm just hoping she's there when I go home. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> oof, uh, no, but in all seriousness, it's like, it, and so and I, because I was talking to her, I was like, she was freezing last night. She didn't get to sleep, um, at all. And I woke up and I was like, I'm really hot. And then I just remembered, oh, I just woke up from a nap. Let me, yeah. my body's not even acclimated to and I'm fine now. So Yeah, I got my booster and my flu
0: shot on the same day. Like just on Sunday. Is that legal? I feel like yeah. that's cross
1: contamination.
0: No, so originally they were saying that you should do them separately, but like just um
1: recently they said you you can do Did you turn the narrator voice on this, not to interrupt? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can't even hear myself if I'm being honest. I can turn the monitor. I've just been winging it. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yep. So, um, yeah, so I was able to get them both the same day. Okay. And my arm was sore for a little bit. That's about it. My mom said when... Because she got rejected the first time she went to get her booster because they asked those questions like, have yeah. you been in contact with anybody who may have been... It's like, well, every day. And so she, her dumbass, she was like, yeah, actually, I think my cousin had it when we went over to the Christmas party. They're like, okay, we can't give it to you then <laughs> in case you have the strand of it. And she was like, oh, so you're teaching people to lie when they go to get to their boosters now. Yeah, because you have to, I think,
0: like... If you have it or come in contact, you have to wait a certain amount of time.
1: Did you know there's an app on your phone, on your iPhone, that tells you if you came in close proximity with somebody who has it? Because you can just say, "I have it," and then you can walk around with your iPhone and be like, "Oh, somebody passed you, and they had it." Like I didn't. I was playing around in settings. That's a real thing. Really? Yeah. It's called really? uh, Exposure. Um, go in settings and okay. then. Go down to exposure notifications. Oh, okay. And then it says exposure notifications are off. If you turn them on, your public health adv- authority can notify you of possible exposure of COVID 19 your phone is not collecting or sharing exposure notifications to anyone. If you turn on exposure notifications, information related to your exposures can only be shared with your permission. And I was like, how about the fuck not? Because first of all, (laughs) I feel like that shit's going off. I work at a grocery store in Hamilton. That shit's going off. Yeah, I don't think you want that to be honest. No, I don't want to know that at all. you would be like... Uh somebody the guy you just checked out. Yeah, <laughs> has COVID. Hey, you hey, hey, gotta stop that guy. <laughs> Dude, what if they did that for like events like concert events like oh, yeah. who's faking it and who's not? Yeah, 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 It's like do 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 like a low radar gun. Anyway, yeah. back to your positives. Um Yeah, so I uh, got to travel a lot, see
0: friends and see out of town friends and stuff. Um I went to let's see. Three, four, so I can't remember, three or four different new cities. Uh-huh. One, a new s- state, because I had never been to Arkansas. We went to Arkansas. Yeah. Um, and then went to Buffalo, which I'd never been to before. And then went to uh, Chicago. No, I've been to Chicago before, but I haven't been in a long time. Yeah. I uh, went to Chicago. Um Oh, and well, technically it was a layover, but I was in, Minnes, no, not Minnesota. Uh, I can't remember now. Man- like, it was like a weird St. Paul. I. It was like a weird route. It was like, it went down to like, not North. Was Carolina. Was the
1: airport the size of Texas, like with a literal mall in the middle of it? Maybe, Maybe that's the Minneapolis St. Paul. That that place is fucking huge. It was weird. I don't know. It was like a weird.
0: Route, but anyways, go so in that same scenario is kind of my negative that I turn into a positive, which is just kind of like a, a, a situation because, like, there are still some like negative things that happened recently that I'm still trying to spin into positive stuff, uh, just like personally, but um, I <laughs> Buffalo. Tid mm. uh, the season wraps up, we get back to the house, the Airbnb, and um, I I called the couch a very comfy couch by the way, yeah, like uh, super comfy. So I get to sleep around probably I would say two in the morning or something like sure. pretty late. I fell asleep super quick, like right when I laid down, and I set an alarm on my phone to get up, call a lift to get to the airport. Because mm-hmm. my flight was set to, I think, leave at like 7.15. Originally, it was like 6.15, but they had like these crazy strong winds the day before, so they pushed back like a ton of flights. Yeah, So they pushed it back like an hour. So I had my alarm set for like early so I could get to the airport, like have enough time to get through security and all that, which um, on the way there, I had no issue going through security. Yeah, But I still, you know, just wanted to have less safety net. So um, I wake up at Mm -hmm. 7.01. My alarm either did not go off or I probably did not hear it because Mm -hmm. I was, like, dead asleep. Yeah. So I pack up my stuff really quick. I start heading out the door, and I'm like, okay, why am I rushing right now? Like, I have missed my flight at this point.
1: It's it's on the tarmac loading.
0: It's at least a 10-minute Uber ride. Yeah. Or a lift ride, whatever. And so, uh, I call Katrina, and I'm like freaking out, like on the verge of tears. I'm like, I'm gonna be like, I don't want to be stuck in New York, like, whatever. Like, I, you know, oh man, does that sound like a Home Alone movie, dude? I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna be stuck in Buffalo for who knows how long. Um, she's like, just head to the airport, like see w- see what they can do. Just say you missed your flight, and like ask them, you know, what the next flight is. So I get my lift. Which was a whole situation because like I was in hysterics, so I I scheduled a lift, and you know how, like sometimes you schedule a ride and it like the location's messed up. Yeah. So like it put me like a couple blocks away from where I actually was, mm-hmm. S- and I didn't realize it until uh, he was like a couple minutes away, and I'm looking at the map and I'm like, that you're doesn't not look like you're... that doesn't look like where I'm I am. <laughs> so I send the guy a message in Lyft, and I said, hey. I think it sent you to um, to the wrong address. I'm
1: across the freeway. So basically, like, how it worked was there was two... Was it the same address, different cross street? Like, no. situation, like, parallel cross street? No. Okay. So, like,
0: there was, like, two roads that were, like, divided, and, like, an overpass that goes through the middle, and underneath the overpass was, like, the freeway, like a highway. Yeah. So he was, like, across the freeway. I was on the other side of the freeway a couple houses down. Yeah. It was, like, kind of a weird setup because it was a highway, but, like, right off the highway there was, like, housing and stuff. Uh, almost, like, down in, like, Clifton. Okay. So I uh, he messages me, and he's, like, uh, he's like where are you? And I, like, okay, I just sent you a message. Like, this guy was, like, not in a good mood or something. Or he was yeah. just rude. So uh, he messages me, and he's, like, um, sends me another question mark. And at this point, like, I had walked a couple houses down and, and I was, like, trying to look for the, like, street name or whatever I was at. So yeah. I could send him, you know, look at the house number and send him, like, here's where I'm at so he could get to where I was. Yeah. So uh, I was like, this guy is, like, in such a rush, like, whatever. So I sent him, like, the address when I finally figured it out, uh, got in the car. And then I realized, like, this was a whole shit show. Like, I realized as I get all my stuff, I didn't uh, grab my mask. Yeah. From inside the Airbnb, and this guy has a thing a sticker on his like yeah, lift mask, that was like no, right. mask required. But he didn't say anything really, because and like I was intending to just be like, hey, like I'll put my hoodie over my nose, like yeah. I'm sorry, like I don't have a mask. But I just kind of got like loaded my stuff, got in, get to the airport, um, and I'm kind of walking through because I'm like, I need to find customer service first so that, like I can get a mask because you have to wear a mask in the airport. Yeah. So I find a guy; he's got extra ones in his. Uh, in like a little bag in his pocket um sounds really sketchy but (laughs) anyway (laughs) it was like a worker or whatever yeah so he gives me a mask i get to the help desk and i was like hey like i missed my flight here's what my flight time was like what's the next flight to ohio that's not like seven hundred dollars yeah and so they um shout out american airlines they were awesome the whole the whole time what no seriously what
1: I'm serious, man. You said shout out American Airlines? Yeah. All right. That might be the last time we hear that on this podcast. (laughs) So, well, first off,
0: they haven't, um, this is not sponsored. I'm just saying my experience. First off, they have an app that is actually really helpful. Sends Mm -hmm. you notifications all up to date. And
1: I get to, you know, the guy and I'm talking to him. I Moved, just got to pretend to listen to this and acknowledge that Ben solved his problem. And I'm just sitting here in just pure disgust. I just want that to record to reflect if you're listening to this. I'm just not... Li- he's He can talk. I ain't so listening. So,
0: moves, moves me to the next available flight, which is not till like 6.30 at night. Yeah. And this is like 8 in the morning. So, I'm like, okay, like... or not, It might have been like 4. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It was like hours and hours. And so... But switched me over to the flight, didn't charge me anything, whatever. So I go through security, and um, my group chat that, like, we were all in the Airbnb, I was like, hey, I was like, do you all ever just miss your flight (laughs) to get back home and you have to work the next day? And um, one of my buddies, uh, Gabe, who's on the podcast, uh, Gabe Worley, not Gabe McQueen. Yeah. He hits me up, and he's like, Hey, like our, you know, like our flight doesn't leave till later. Like, do you want us to come pick you up? We can go like have lunch or whatever. And so I was like, "Uh, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I find like a, like secure, like I go through, I'd gone through security. So I find a worker. I'm like, Hey, like, can I leave and come back? Yeah. Whatever. He's like, yeah, you just have to go back through security. So I was like, okay. Like I'd never left the airport after going through security. I didn't know if that was like allowed. This is
1: insane. <laughs> like this story is insane. It's like It really was. Like yeah, I don't know what airport I'm at. I don't know my terminal. I don't know – I I don't know airports. And me, I'm just like I know every airport up like the back of my hand can tell you the terminal, can tell you the length it yeah. takes to get to them. Like I love – Night like, and day. Like I love – drive places though mostly. Yeah. We
0: drive a lot. Like we don't – I love flying, but we don't fly super often. Yeah. And Unless it's like over a ten hour drive, mm-hmm. um, and so and I was by myself, so I didn't have like someone to rely on, you know. Because yeah. normally Katrina is like on it, you know, and I'm the opposite of on it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they come and pick me up.
1: This uh, would have never happened if Katrina went to Buffalo with me. <laughs> that's true, though. <laughs>
0: uh, so at the
1: airport at three a.m.
0: So uh, I, you know, they pick me up at the uh departure because they were dropping off a couple other friends because their flight was leaving around like noon. So um they picked me up. We go grab lunch, walked around Buffalo, looked at a few like record stores, got some coffee, and uh just got to like hang out for a while, dropped me off. I did make my second flight. (laughs) Yeah. Got back to Cincinnati I think like ten thirty PM or something. Um didn't call off work like I was planning to. Uh, I just sucked it up and went. But that was my negative that I turned into a positive. Because That's even nice. though I missed my flight, I got to spend more time with my friends.
1: I got that text in the morning. I was like, well, I missed my fucking flight. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, Yay. I, It was like <clears throat> denial.
0: And then like, I had like three stages. It was like denial, <clears throat> freak out, and then just like humorous like
1: find the humor in it well i think for you too is like you've never missed a flight or had that experience no. so you didn't realize how easy of a fix it was and they have flights going all the time exactly, everywhere, exactly like, <laughs> like all you have to do is just be like hey i need I the next flight, flight to yeah. ohio and they're like okay we can get you, I've got had, you. <laughs> i mean i've had it a few times or i've had delays i've had like yeah. just in trying to get back the next day um but instead of United t- or instead of American Airlines taking care of me, it's our uh, boys and United Airlines have always taken care of me. Yeah. Shout out United, best. Company to fly with, 2021, 2020, 2019, As long as they don't throw you off the plane. <laughs> Listen, they lowered their rates, and they have improved dramatically. I think sometimes you need bad publicity to make people Dude. realize. Dude, yeah. what about that guy who, every time there's a terrorist attack in a different country, he goes to visit it because it's so cheap. Oh, yeah. That's twisted, but I mean, it Dark was. Or remember, I remember it happened, and the people were boycotting United, and I'm on the on there, and I'm like, oh, arizona two fifty book and I just book like four flights off of it that was great <laughs> that was a fun time in twenty six i was twenty seventeen <clears throat> uh, that was a long time ago um yeah cool new goals so Right now, in the month of January, uh, I posted on Facebook New Year's Eve. I said, hello, Facebook, or I'm just letting you know that I'm taking a social media hiatus until at least mid-February. Love you all. Take care of yourself. No explanation, no reasoning behind it. And I wanted to challenge myself every month like I did last year to an extent and the year before. With, like, I have a goal of one thing for um, that month that I do or give up or attempt to, um, so it's no social media January. I have deleted Facebook. I've deleted Instagram. I've deleted Snapchat, which I've never even opened in five (laughs) years. And I have deleted TikTok as well from my phone. So I have no access to it. And we are recording this on January 12th. And, uh, I I got a love-hate relationship with it so far. I'm not... You... I think everybody knows how addicted they are to social media and their phone. And it just being available to open whenever you want. And... The first two days, I was kind of like like phantom, uh, like opening my phone and phantom. Yeah, you just, just pick like, it you up. You just go <laughs> for it, like it's there, and like, like oh. no no reason, no explanation. And it's um so the first two or three days were very difficult, mm-hmm. um for me to like unlearn that habit of just I can open it and check at anything I want. But after a while, it got easier, and it's still getting easier. Um. Uh, The pros that I've noticed with it is I'm not listening to the noise. I don't care what other people say. I'm not comparing myself to others. If I see something on there that, like, sends me into a spiral. I mean, I'm all for my friends' accomplishments in life and what they're going through, and I want to support them. But at the same time, it's helped me more focus on me as well and myself and my life to be like, I don't have to care and be invested that, uh, Bailey is pregnant now like congratulations Bailey but I found that out through word of mouth and it makes you talk to people and which I love doing obviously so I'm not it's definitely got its pros um, I don't I don't think there are any cons to not having social media other than not being kept up to date with things but it if that's a pro or con to you, I think that's all a matter of perspective too. Yeah. It's like, how interested do I, re, am I, I mean, I'm never going to see Bailey's kid. I only worked with her for eight months or something. It's like, she's not an active part of my life, but so why am I, I mean, I'm happy for it, but like, why am I like, what's it, how does it directly affect me? It doesn't. So, oh. <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of what I've noticed with it so far. Um, and we're going strong. So I'm just how halfway through the month already with it. I yeah. miss TikTok, though. I will say that. I think <laughs> TikTok was the hardest one, even at 29 years old or going on. It's just, it, it's something that you could open. You can watch short videos, like, and there was some good quality stuff on there, too, yeah. like comedy and it just relax, sense of humor, things like that. Um, I'm not counting Spotify or podcasts as social media, even though it's a form of media. Well, yeah. I, 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 mean, I think it's, it, you know. can't not you can go a month without music. You might as well be in an asylum. I mean, yeah, come on. I definitely couldn't do that. I, ca- I, can, I can do even a week, go a day. I, I was gonna say, yeah. If you t- if fifty thousand dollars, I could do five days with no music. If you put fifty thousand I mean, dollars yeah. on the table and said you have to uh, ten thousand dollars for each day you go without listening to any music, I could do it. Absolutely, because I mean, I'm just knowing fifty thousand dollars. I'm richer. a bag chaser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, five days, fifty. Well, I mean, let's do it. Easy peasy. Dude, I held ten thousand dollars in my hand today. Nice. All right. Um, so that's a. It, it's been a good goal. Yeah. Um, the other goal that I have, which I don't, it's a high goal. It's a. It's not these. It's feasible if you look at it in perspective and on paper. It's not hard to do for me. Um, but I want to do fifty-two cities this year. Fifty-two new different cities. And so I'm taking my vacation in March during my birthday week or mm-hmm. around my birthday week. I haven't figured out the exact dates yet. So I'm taking 10 days in March off traveling. May. One, two, three, four. So four. May, I'm going to do four, five, six days off in May. And then um, September and October. I'm going to do another five in September, another five in October, and then I think that's all my like vacations and like time off that I'm going to take this year uh, as of now. And so in May, March, I'm going to go west again, hit Arizona on my birthday, but then I'm going to get a SUV and I'm going to drive down the coast of California. And I'm going to hit—I'm not going to hit L.A. because I don't, I've been there enough, that so I don't give a shit about L.A. I'm going <laughs> to hit the coast of L.A. Like, or uh, La Jolla, San Diego, uh, San Jose. I want to hit—I have never been to San Jose, so I want to go there. Um, I'll send you a Sharks jersey or something. Don't worry. And, hey, honestly, though, like,
0: if the Penguins are out of the playoffs and the Sharks are in it, i root for the Sharks.
1: I know you would. I like the Sharks. I know you do. <laughs> uh, and then May, I'm going to do... Uh, this is going to sound... This one's, fu- one's going to be a fun one, and I'm going to see if we can get some, like, uh, adjoining time off on it and do a half and half, but uh, I want to do a tour of uh, <coughs> Michigan. I want to hit the lakes. I want to hit Ann Arbor. we uh, want to hit Detroit again for sure. Yep. And so I was, like, six days, Michigan, with two cities a day or a city a day, and just hit a different stop right. or something. Um, and then I want to go, uh, to a place where nobody really wants to go, but I want to hit the dirty South, Louisiana, Mississippi. Uh, haven't been down there too much. I've been in there a couple times, but Mm -hmm. never been to Baton Rouge either. So yeah, I've uh, been to
0: St. Louis, but that's like the only, that's like the closest
1: I've been to down there. St. Louis is in Missouri. That's up north. No, that's, that's by Tennessee. St. Louis is in Missouri. Yeah. 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 That's what I just said. Missouri, Arkansas, Missouri. Okay. That's
0: what I said. Well, yeah. I guess technically Arkansas might. I've been to Alabama too, though. Yeah. Bama is. You just went. But also the part of Bama
1: I was in was like. Dude, I went to. Yuppie Bama. <laughs> I went to Birmingham, Alabama, and that shit sucked. In the middle of summer. Downtown. Oh, it's hot. Yeah. it's, it's Downtown sucked. Birmingham is really nice, though. Down, okay. I was on, I was in rural uh, Birmingham, but that was also for a mission trip. And that was cool. Build a house and a ramp for person who is in need of it. So, but the weather and the, the just itself sucks. Super yeah. hot. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh man, look at me. I'm doing such so a good deed. And I was like, I fucking hated all of it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's one of the, another goals of mine. Um, yeah. Well, uh, what do you got coming up? Um. Well, I um.
0: I guess I have like some small goals and some like bigger, bigger goals. Um. I guess for I mean, one goal is to just get the house in order in general. Um, get the basement finished and all that, which I mentioned before. So I won't go into detail.
1: Yeah. Um, So you want it done by this year? We want it done by spring. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, We're going to, like, yeah. (laughs) I guess I'm working on the basement here, and then I'm working on Heather's Backyard in the summer there. Uh, Yeah. She was a different story. Go
0: ahead. Um, So, yeah, like, that's a goal for sure. Um, I do want to try to go to a pretty good amount of shows. Mm -hmm. I think so far I have... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, 10, 11, 12. And that's in between now and July, which I'm sure there'll be some fillers and stuff that gets announced. Yeah. Um,
1: Dude, I don't think I'm back until March. I mean, I might have a one or two off, but not yeah. being on social media and being able to check it, I don't think I'm, my first show back is until March right now. Yeah, our f- our first one back is February,
0: which is Foxy Shazam. Oh, that's right, which we've been waiting forever for. It's By the been way, rescheduled I, so many
1: times. Do you care about Jimmy Eat World? I got pre-sale to that. Who they playing with? Uh, I can find Jimmy out for Robert? right now. And sir, uh, what's that? Uh, I don't care enough about Jimmy Eat World to just go see Jimmy Eat Worlds. <laughs> I played that Omnis uh, uh 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 elevator music shit. Dashboard conventional. Yeah, I mean it's decent, but it's not. Yeah, I don't know. let me see. Let me see what there. I did get my
0: ticket to the sold out Converge show let me at Legends. I'm gonna see how much
1: tickets are. Unlock, use seats. Oh, they're yeah, twenty five bucks. I for a long. 25, 30 bucks for dashboard Conventionals and Jimmy at World. I mean, it's not not worth it. It's just yeah. not worth it. I wouldn't yeah. care. Anyway, to um, the topic.
0: Another goal, I believe, is, and this won't be till I think July, because um, I'm going to continue the tradition of if Katrina goes out of town, I go out of town yeah. <laughs> somewhere else, obviously. Yeah. I don't follow my wife around. It'd be creepy. Um, but she's going to. Um, a show in Boston. Sure. So she's gonna be there for the weekend. And I might try and head up to Minneapolis to see the Minneapolis gang, because I haven't been, I've never been up there before. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a bit of a trick, uh, like 11, 12 hours or something, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, big goal for me this year, uh, well, one medium sized goal is, which it's hard right now with COVID, but I wanna try and get back into concert photography. Um, it's tough because like before when I was shooting bigger shows you know I was with the publication then even before COVID that publication kind of like was going under was going under it was already a small publication and then like COVID happened and shows weren't happening at all so I haven't shot a show in uh, well over a year yeah. um, I'm not sure when the last show I shot was but uh, I don't even think I shot... I may have shot, like, one show in 2020, maybe. But um, we'd like to get back into doing that. Um, and then another goal is to, personally, is to learn how to deal with... Um, uncomfortable feelings or emotions. All right. Because I learned this year... We can dive in on that. Um I either learn this this year or it's a new thing that I do <laughs> is when I something upsetting happens or I get angry or something I just shut down yeah like autopilot I do what I have to do but everything else I'm just kind of like uh you know don't talk to anybody
1: uh don't do anything someone to say that it's something that didn't go your way but it's something that was strong enough to throw off your rhythm and like yeah. uh, like we were kind of talking about with like things where it's like if something happens in a non-constructive way and it's like okay well fuck this yeah. like I ain't dealing with this I don't get paid enough for this I don't have the mental capacity to deal with this we can yeah. talk about this because there's I can't say too much on the subject of it um but there's some things going on at work right now with management in general, and be very vague about that. And it, there was an issue yesterday, there was an issue today that I got in the crossfires of, but didn't directly affect me. It, it, affect, it was directly, the source was somebody else of oh. the issue at its core, but I'm getting blamed on that person's behalf okay and I'm like wait a second and then another person coming at me telling me this when she she or they just coached me and said no you can't do this and just some hypocrisy going on there and some two-sidedness and it's like make it make sense and there's it became like it's becoming so much where, like, yeah, I've thought I've thought about stepping down. I've thought about transferring. I've thought about walking out the door in the middle of my shift uh, just because I let it affect me so much, like I was talking about in the beginning with Heather and just calming me down. And like, if it doesn't directly affect you, like, who cares what people say? Like, you know what your shit is, like, and things like that. And so I played war with this, and so it's it's an ongoing war, and now it's ugly and i don't like it because i'm matching the energy that other management is feeding me and i'm like okay you want to play this game let's play i'm all i'm all about it and that's not the right approach i should just be like i should be the bigger person about it but at the same time it's like am you out to prove a point or are you out to you know make a statement for yourself i don't know
0: Yeah.
1: yeah did that any of that make sense yeah okay Yeah, no, um,
0: yeah, I kind of have, uh, I guess hopefully my job doesn't listen to this, um, (laughs) have been, uh, well, just like recently today, just kind of like soft applying and looking at different options and stuff for, you know new a a new uh, position not and this isn't
1: and this isn't something new that you've mentioned either this has kind of been just in open consideration yeah the
0: term um I did apply to one place today
1: that um it's a long shot Mm um (laughs) <laughs> remember when I applied to the Bay Shepherd Ferry Warehouse in yes. uh, Los Angeles, California as a management retail yes. position. I was like, if I get that, I'm going, but there's no way I get that. And yeah. then they sent me an interview uh, or a request for an interview, and I was like, yeah, I'm not fucking going. <laughs> God. Yeah. I, uh, so I, uh, I'm
0: on a big kick where I'm like, I want to work from home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to work, or at least remotely, you know, in some capacity. Um, and I found this, you may have heard of it or people listening may have heard of it. It's this, um, grass, it's like a grassroots organization called Only One Collective. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, they're all about like ocean conservation and, um, all that. Like there's like on, I guess on Instagram, there's like celebrities that follow them and stuff. Yeah. And so, um, Paid endorsements. It's basically like working on campaigns to like push like marketing and like coordinating with like uh, donors and stuff like that basically. And, you know, it's not like any crazy – like there's no like crazy requirements for it. So like I I honestly like other than not knowing the work, I am – qualified I guess like yeah. in a way uh so it's just one of those things where I was like you know what why not because like the position and like the benefits sound like literally a dream yeah <laughs> so I'm like why not if I don't do it nothing's going to happen but if right. I do do it the worst that could happen is they just say no yeah the best that could happen is I get an interview and I get the job yeah and I say, fuck you to everybody else.
1: <laughs> exactly. And then we have that on the podcast and you're able to spill all the tea within legal agreements so we don't get sued. Yeah. Because we can't, we still can't afford to get sued. I want to make that clear. So that's please true. Uh, don't come at us with our copyrights. Um, no, that's a, it, that's a really good thing that, that we want to focus on and deal with. And um, what about just letting things get to you personally and affect you? Uh, in that sort of way. Uh, I want to openly talk about, I think one thing that I've told Heather about, and if, if you've ever met me or you're a female listening to this, you'll understand exactly what I say when I say this, but I need to work on my codependency uh, significantly. Um, that's I've noticed that that is a, I don't want to say it's a significant problem, But it's not beneficial for me to still be codependent at my age and at my place in life to where if I don't have a safety person or a comfort person by me and things go bad, I'm afraid of how I'll react to certain situations or scenarios with that. Because I generally have somebody who is a voice of reason within my eyesight at all times at work, uh, on the road. I have phone calls, I can talk to somebody, and I always have a safety person because I won't ever put myself in a situation where I'm uncomfortable. Um, and so, but I've realized it's. I don't. I don't think it's becoming a lot for other people. I think they understand how I operate and work, and it's not causing any issues with them. But it's more the issue of what would it be like if I didn't have this? Like if I didn't have a safety net in the back fall? Like how would I operate and survive? Because yeah. I'm starting to think about the future with my mom, and not to go into too much more detail on that as i've spoke on previous episodes and if you're just catching up uh go back and listen to the one with my mom go back to listen to stress and anxiety there's some you know fill in the blanks there um but i think about that future and i think about being alone and i don't like like it that's what spends me into a spiral so my brain cars. compensating for like okay well if that happens I'll just not not to say I would do this but I'd just go live with Heather for the rest of my life or I'd go live with Sarah or Nicole or Alicia or Alexis and I just I'd always have that safety person there because I always have I've always had that and I have to start I want to process and get behind and ahead of it to what if I did not because once I come to that acceptance of the inevitability if that is the end result Mm -hmm. i'll be okay with it because that's what i fear so my biggest fear used to be plastic bags flying on the freeway and hitting my windshield while driving 75 miles an hour (laughs) now my biggest fear is the future of the inevitable that i'll die alone forever be alone won't know how to handle being non-codependent i'll kill myself and i mean that's a big escalate and you can understand my humor if you listen to this podcast but that's one thing that I want to work on is not yeah. having to – and not even saying I rely on somebody else. Like there's – I use my managers. I use my friends. I use you all the time for like little dainty tasks like, hey, I can you take care of this To so reach out to this, do this? Uh, can you go pick this up for me? Like I have that, but I'm talking more about the bigger spectrum of things yeah. like having family dinner is a requirement every Saturday night when we're off, like things like that. and I don't know. I think I'm going on a tangent, but I think you get what I'm saying. So that's my big thing that I wanna work on personally this year too. Yeah. And get to the bottom of that. And oh, you know, because I was adopted and my mommy abandoned me. Thanks. I uh no, I think um I think
0: people with anxiety like myself, like yourself, we do that a lot where we think about like, okay, like if everyone in my life left or something, you know, something happened, like how would I handle that situation? Yeah. And it's not like you're trying to prepare for it, but it's like at least if it does happen, like here's a rough idea of
1: like here's a blueprint or a what rough I would draft do of what I expect yeah, like that that's exactly it. It's like I have to start anticipating planning Um, and I have to, I'll be, I'll be more prepared than less prepared. Like for me, God
0: forbid it happens, you know, I get left alone for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Um, like my plan would be to, I guess like not settle, like do the opposite of settle down Mm -hmm. as like, okay, I'm going to move here and I'm going to live here for six months And then I'm going to move to this other place. Running because I and I'm going to live here for six months. And then eventually, maybe I'll find some
1: place that I'll spend like a year in or two years in or something like that. To our daily eight or weekly eight listeners that listen to this, uh, when shit goes bad, my number one thing is, I don't care. I'll just fucking get up and move to Arizona tomorrow. I can afford it. <laughs> and that's my go to. And I, and I still haven't. It's been seven years and I still haven't done it. But I will say that excuse without hesitation. I will play that card. And it's like, you can't you run from all your problems. And I was like, no, but I can go to a place that'll make me happy while I'm running. Yeah. And then. So, on a serious twist, though, I think Nate Bargatze on his uh, podcast, Nate Land, um, oh, get to see him on Friday. Nice. Yeah. Super excited. tap Theater. Um, with my mama for She Loves Him. It'll be fun. That should have been my positive. That should have been my only positive, but uh, quality time with her. Um, he said something he was interviewing a guest or his intern and he was like, You're running family, like your family runs, you run, and he was running cross country and he would have run at the end of the end of the year for his cross country, he would have ran something like seventeen hundred miles that year. And he go and Nate said, Isn't that ridiculous that you ran seventeen hundred miles and are still here and that's why I don't run because running gets you nowhere and he said it as a comic <laughs> joke like it gets it does you get nowhere with running and he said it as like a comedic old joke but i was i took it mentally and, and metaphorically i was yeah. like running gets you nowhere and i was like
0: fuck like he's right yeah. like yeah i mean you're just in a different spot you're still going to have the same issues and mental little things mm-hmm. where you're like I'm depressed and anxious, but now I'm in Arizona.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But at least I have a pool now and and it's 110 degrees. I was like, yeah, I think that, I don't know. And I think that that's one thing that is just like, I, I cut back significantly too. I stopped running from my problems and I've started, I've noticed that even with accepting this management position, I've been not... I haven't been confrontational and aggressive, but I've found more of a voice and a backbone to say no to people and dic- not dictate direct things ac- accordingly and appropriately and handle and manage certain situations where I didn't think that I would be capable of doing until I was put in those situations. Right. And the growth that has come from it is like I talked about on the retail episode it's like I did th- I haven't I didn't just become a manager in a year and six months I've been doing this for four t- 10 years for 11 years whatever it was and I've everything that I've learned has brought me to this point but like now this is the big stage like I will run a million dollar store and it, I, I don't let it go to my head but at the same time it's like I just think about like, that I have a team that I love that trusts me. I have a family behind me, we, like, and I'm good at my job, and it's just like kind of a surreal thing when I actually take the time to process it, and I'm still learning every day with it, too. Like I learned how to, I'm learning how to open this week, and I've never opened. 6 a.m., mm-hmm. my body doesn't function at 6 a.m., yeah. but we did it today, <laughs> worked a full shift, went to Beckett Ridge, came home, showered, took a two-hour nap, came on the podcast, going back to work. That's my life yeah uh man yeah
0: i think this man uh, it's so hard to like manage goals in a pandemic because like it's just so unpredictable i think because i can say like oh i'm gonna travel more this year but who knows when the next time they're gonna say, "Oh, so you can't fly now. No yeah. one can fly because it's you know it's too risky." Um, well, obviously, you know, capitalist America doesn't really fucking care about that. But
1: All because we were too selfish to shut down officially the first time around, and we left it up to the states and cities, and yeah, bingo. Um, yeah,
0: no, uh, it, it, and I think like I've I've reached this point where. I am just, I've, I'm frustrated because, you know, I, you know, at the beginning, like, we stayed home, we did click list, we wore masks, we got vaccinated, we, and we were able to get vaccinated. And we got punished for it. And now it's like, because of this select few, I'm going to say select few, but yeah. this number of people that um, have, you know, decided from the very, very beginning, for whatever reason, that... They're not going to take other people's uh, health and safety into account. You
1: know, we're in the situation we are. Now. I'm going to say those are also the same people that we want free health care. It's like, yeah, because you're fucking stupid. <laughs> not for that. It made sense when I said it in my head, and then I said it out loud. So take that and break that statement up. It makes sense, and you get what I'm saying.
0: I think no. I think the people <coughs> that don't care. Like I think the people. I'm going to alienate real quick, okay?
1: I mean, that's fine. That's what Um, we're about.
0: I think the large majority of people that are anti-mask, anti-vax are uh, Republicans. Um, And also Republicans don't believe in free health care because they have been brainwashed into thinking that America needs to be a capitalist country. Mom, you're not allowed to listen to this episode. Um, And I'm not saying that every Republican is a terrible person. I am saying that they are all horrible people. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, uh, you know, first clip edit (laughs) for me, it's just, that's how I've seen it, you know? Um, but to not get into politics too much, that's just kind of like where I've been at mentally. It's just like frustration because we've done everything according to, you know, science and logic and, you know, all that good stuff. And it's just like.
1: Too bad, yeah. I think it's frustrating to like on uh, any any workplace ever. I mean, look at look at the workplace, look at the workforce now. Look at the employment rate, and you know, America alone, it's like because of the stimulus, people would rather collect unemployment and lose their jobs than go to work, and that affected all the people that wanted to show up and do their job. Talk about all across the street in Hamilton closed. It's closing at like 7 PM because they oh, don't wow. have closing staff anymore. Yeah, and I, so, part of me for okay, so there's there's two sides of me because I'm the person who's always go 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 work 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 stop till I die, uh, or when I die, um, take a nap, go back to work. You know, it just oh I'm that I'm active. I have to be doing something. I have to be working. I have to be hands on. And then get my rest days recoup back at it again. So when I see people who are like, yeah, I'm going to sit at home, collect $700 a week and not go to work until I have to. That to me is like, good for you, but also fuck you. Like, I just, I, I because that's not my mentality, I guess. But at the same time, if that's what they think he is is going to help us, but it's not. I mean... Look at all the shutdowns and businesses that are going out of business. Families, uh, family-owned businesses. Like, mm-hmm. corporations are always going to be set. Right. But, you know, I think if the corporations
0: had a more livable wage, then people would want to go back to work. hmm Because, you know, it's like saying... <laughs> it's kind of like, um, yeah... Uh, you got this job that gives you money, but when you go to the job, every five minutes a guy comes up and punches you in the face, and then all the people around you are like, "Brett, just deal with it."
1: Like, yeah. he's just punching you in the face. Like, just go to work. Stop being lazy. You know, my gross versus my net of last year was almost eleven thousand dollar difference. Yeah. And Ben, where did that money go? Ben that hurts. Where did that money go from my gross to my net? And I'm not making, you know, 2 I'm not in a level four tax bracket. I'm in, like, you know, middle class tax bracket and 11000 And I'm going to get back not even half
0: of that probably. You probably paid more taxes than, like, Walmart did. <laughs>
1: Let's be honest. I definitely paid more than fucking Jeffrey Bezos did. Yep. <sighs> Let's talk. Okay, let's talk.
0: <laughs> let's talk about Elon Musk saying, "Oh, I paid a billion dollars in taxes." But I'm like, "But you make three hundred billion. That's uh-huh. like me saying I paid a hundred dollars in taxes this year. That's like tithing at church. It's like not even ten percent. <laughs> exactly. Like it's so far. Like, uh, yeah, three billion is a lot of money. But when you're talking about, oh, you make, you make three billion dollars in like two weeks, like." It's, it's not It's anything. still fuck you money and It I, really is yeah. I, I don't uh, It's Yeah <laughs> Can we also talk about How Who's your favorite celebrity Megan uh, Fox is officially <laughs> off the market Oh but, yeah but you're, you're, off, you're not off social media Yeah So I hate to break the news to you But Machine Gun Kelly And Megan Fox are
1: engaged now That's still Just because you have a goalkeeper Doesn't mean you can't score They haven't tied it down yeah, I mean, I'd give it, like, two years. Hey, remember that time that I thought I was engaged? <laughs> God, this is going to be a good episode. Oh I mean, just, just, e- just edit in the first episode. It's like, this has a slow build up, but just go ahead and skip to the last 30 minutes. It takes yeah. off. I mean... I was like that monster, but it's probably my eighth monster that I don't even counted. Like it's. I had a C four like today. I had four o'clock. See, I thought about doing. (laughs) See, I had three rehabs. I had two liquid deaths. This will be my fourth monster after the nap. Mm, I had a bacon, no sausage, egg, and cheese croissant from Burger King with tater tots and ranch this morning, and then I had a protein bar in the middle of the night. I think. I drank half of a um, Bolt House Farms, uh, the Green Goddess one. Oh, so good! Uh, so I have half of that, and then I'm gonna. I had two bites of a spring roll that was sitting out on my kitchen counter that my mom must have got. That was kind of dry, but. And then I'm gonna go home. I got a barbecue mac and cheese Stouffer's bowl in my refreezer free, that I think I'm gonna make. And, yeah. So I'll, I'll eat today. I said I have to do two things. Remember to eat and uh, shower and find time to shower. And I did, but I will have accomplished at least both of those by the end of today. Eating is one thing I never forget to do. See, I... It, to well, a flaw. <laughs> I It happens. There's sometimes where it's like I do not have time to eat. And it's not even like it's just yeah that there's it happens like I, I don't know how to explain it. i don't know why i do it but it definitely is like it's a real thing for me like i'll forget like i won't i don't know if i forget to eat or i don't have time to eat but there's there comes a certain point in the day where it's like if i haven't eaten yet i'm not eating today like <laughs> it just it, it's not even gonna happen yeah that that was <laughs> like um
0: when i was quarantined with covid like I played, like, so much PlayStation, like, insane amount, like, all day, basically. Like, I would get up at, like, 10 a.m., and I would play until pretty much, like, 10 p.m., pretty much. Yeah. O- off and on, you know? Um, and, like, that was my thing where I'm, like, sitting here, and it'd be, like, 11.30, I'm like, oh, I got to, like, heat up something for lunch, whatever. And then it'd be, like, 12.30, I'm like, yeah, I, s- I still need to heat up for something for lunch. And then it's, like, 1.45, I'm like, I'm Man, not. I heated. still have not <laughs> Well, I just I might for as well dinner. not at this time. At yeah. this point.
1: Uh, yeah, I got so much food at my house right now too. Like I had, I threw a bunch of it away, dude. So when we went shopping, Heather and I went shopping in December. Uh, this is pre-Christmas, um, and we, she was buying some stuff for herself and. After we get shopping, I got uh these joggers by the way, pink uh, salmon colored coral joggers with zipper pockets. Uh, love them, nice. super comfortable. Old Navy, mom got me a gift card there. I got Vans khakis that are like loose fit, and they are so comfortable. Like I got I got pants. I didn't buy any T shirts. That was my number one rule. Anyway, point of story. We get home from shopping. Uh, probably spent two seventy five. She spent three sixty five because she always has to one up me and it's uh, we're competitive in that way and we both get home and i don't know like the reason me and heather are the way me and heather are and that's the bit because i've never i mean people know i work with her but nobody knows who heather is either yeah unless they're on my facebook so yeah that's the bit now heather um is we're wired in the same competitive way, and that we have the same like mindset, where like we have similar, similar thought processes with things. So we both got home, and I start deep cleaning the house and throwing everything away. Like I cleaned out my room, I cleaned out my closet. I took it down. I got rid of twenty seven T shirts that were hanging on my closet that I've never worn in the past month. Uh, t-shirts that I like, I want to keep that are good shirts, but I'm not wearing them on a rotation. Got rid of all those shoes I haven't worn in months. Gone. Uh, went through all my drawers. I mean, I deep cleaned. If it didn't bring me joy and I didn't care about it, gone. Black bag. Same thing in the basement for a few things. Same thing around the house. And I just got rid of so much shit and clutter and, I called Heather halfway through and I'm doing laundry at the same time the same day we go shopping and cuz and all because she said if it doesn't bring you joy why are you holding on to it and something like that. <clears throat> and so I was like Heather I got home, and I kept thinking, it's like, if it, I didn't love it, it didn't, I, I liked it, but I didn't love it, and it didn't bring me joy, and I just deep cleaned the entire house, and she goes, I'm doing the same thing right now. I have four black bags full of shit that I'm just tossing out, and I was like, <laughs> I have two and a half, but my house is a little bit smaller than yours, and I don't have three kids at home and a husband, so. Yeah. I, uh, <coughs> I keep telling, on this topic of not buying
0: t-shirts, I keep telling myself I'm going to stop buying it's t-shirts. It's so fucking hard. I actually I don't know I why bought, it's hard. I bought one today, but I'm actually really excited about it um so it's this company that's called uh for everyone collective uh they basically are um like they're they're all about like um abolishing like the prison system and um like unfair, like the unfair justice system. And the t-shirt I got, it says, uh, it's like a salmon
1: color kind of. (gasps) Oh wait, we can't, I can't announce that. I've got to wait for the photo reveal. I got that hoodie that I sent you that we're going to try to do, make something happen with. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love that hoodie. So it says, uh, so it's for everyone. Company is the, is the
0: company. There used to be something else, but they like rebranded, um, so it says safety for everyone, healing for everyone, accountability for everyone, housing for everyone, healthcare for everyone, education for everyone, food for everyone, water for everyone, abolition for everyone. And it has like a cool, like it's a cool design, whatever. Um, and they like, uh, I think they donate like 20% of their profits to
1: organizations. Send me that, that link. Are, I want to order one too. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you the link. Um, that's something I'd wear. I'm all I've been getting into like more like not political but like statement oh yeah like stay where shout out, stay where anti-social bully club anti yeah social bully club <laughs> um and then keep the peace uh with wait uh, you just <laughs>
0: You just Anti- said bull- anti-social
1: bully club, anti-bully social club, I, and then I repeated it because I was like, "No, that said that right."
0: I was like, "Wait, that doesn't sound right." Uh,
1: words mean nothing. Remember, um,
0: but yeah, so that and um, well, okay, yeah, I do have another another goal that's completely irresponsible, but um, I want to go skinny dipping. You know, okay, I'm just gonna gloss over that. Yeah,
1: um, but that you know, know those time to
0: drop that one. You know, Ikea has the Kallax uh, shelf that's like the cube and it's like four shelves. Have you never seen those? People use them a lot for like their vinyl collections.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Like just four squares yeah. on a wall with a shelf. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So it's You like, lost me at Kallax. It's basically, yeah, it's it basically a like word. a cube thing. With um, four squares in the middle. Four like squares. Yeah. And I think, like, if you were, depending on, I guess, depending on the size of the album, I think each shelf will
1: fit about 50 to 60 records. This is what's wrong with America. You, you're you talking about going to Ikea to buy one and install <laughs> one. You just make one with your bare you hands. You just make one with your bare hands. <laughs> and you could it? use some maple. You could use some oak. You polish that shit up. Ah, uh I remember when I went through my phase of like I'm gonna even I'm us- <laughs> gonna start woodworking and then dude, I-, I still do occasionally. I gotta get back in ooh, maybe that will be a goal because I remember I made that coffee table that was solid out of the yeah. door desk. That's on my Instagram, I think, from a while ago. Yeah. I miss woodworking. Anyway, you were talking about the goal for yourself in yeah. that.
0: So I have about there's a little bit of room, but I have almost two shelves uh filled up with all of our records. Yeah. Um And I think I still have, I have some pre-orders. I just pre-ordered one, like I'm wearing the hoodie One Step Closer. They just did a repress of their newest album. (coughs) Jesus. Um, And it's like a nice color. It's like out of 150. I got that today and I have a couple other pre-orders on the way. Like Under Oaths, which should be coming soon, because yeah, uh, they just g- announced the pre-save it. <clears throat> yeah, because that's coming out Friday, so vinyl should be coming pretty soon. Uh, Silent Planet will be it got pushed back to March, and then I have a couple other like represses that are like who knows when they'll show up, <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. Um, just because vinyl's just been pushed way out, but my goal would be nice is to fill up my the, my first shelf, which would be around. 200 or so records. Do remember when
1: I was collecting Blu-rays and I had that rack and it had like yeah. an insane, it was like 287 Blu-rays. And then yeah. I looked at it one day, I was like, this is going to be worth so much money one day and I'm so excited. And then Blu-rays were actually lower in value, face yeah. value than DVDs were because yeah. they're the same thing and people were just using cables on their new 4K TVs yeah. to stream the DVDs. And so I just got rid of all my Blu-rays for like next to nothing. And I was just yeah. like, it was disappointing. But at the same time, that's why I should have invested in Bitcoin and crypto. Also, if Alexis, if you're listening to this, uh, Ben also has a 401k. 4, 401k. That's the word. Yeah. She was asking today, do you have a 401k? And I was like, I've had a 401k for a minute. Yeah. And she was like, I was, really? I just set mine up. And I was like, yeah. That's a good age to do it. Yeah. Dude. You should start one as oh soon as you can. Oh, my gosh. Here's an out-of-context statement. I found out today that woman is 68 years old. Who is? Bleep that name out. Just in case. Yeah. You don't know her. Nobody knows her. Unless you're listening from work, you don't know her. Or if it's the Hamilton Cracker. Okay. She's 68 years old. Huh. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but I'm going to act surprised. You should act surprised, because most people don't even think she was over 50, and she's 68 years old. Damn, And it explains a lot. We're almost 30.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, we, I think we are 30, 35, yeah. 40. I mean, numbers me, dude, my back's been hurting. I asked for my the today. That's another yeah. uh, oh, thing. Oh, did
0: I tell you, were you like aware of the whole thing when I, so like I entered a sweepstakes that code orange was doing for like some test presses. This was like,
1: yeah, you took a long time. Yeah, I remember there's, there was talk of this.
0: So I finally got most of them. Mm -hmm. I'm still waiting on a turnstile one that they've been like trying hard to get, which I'm sure it's probably because turnstile is like popping the fuck off right now.
1: Yeah, thanks uh tonight's show. Thanks tonight like, show. Note, and they had night. a tiny desk too. Yeah. Which is awesome. Dude, I watched that video and I was like, This is like this is revolutionary, man. Like this Dude, is such a big moment for hardcore
0: us. Hardcore on live TV is you awesome. would have
1: never would have thought. Yeah. I mean
0: Yeah, so um I I got a couple of them. Uh I already have like at least one sale lined up. <laughs> uh That'll be soon. And then I can use that to buy a bunch more records that I actually want. <laughs> there you go. I am keeping a couple of them. Like uh, There's like a... So one of them is their newest album, op- Code Orange's newest album, a test press. And then one is a Vane test press.
1: Yeah, the Vane one would be would pop the fuck off, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd keep that for a minute. Yeah, the... Um, yeah, so I was, ex- I was like...
0: The, it basically they uh they were just on tour with like a couple months ago with like Slipknot and stuff and they i had emailed them a few times just trying to like get an update not like not stressed because i didn't like pay f- really pay for them or anything yeah. <coughs> but just kind of like a feeler out there and they said like hey we're on tour with Slipknot right now when we get back we'll send them out um, mm-hmm. and we'll send you uh tracking or whatever and then one day they just like showed up
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> I was like, I was like surprised. So, they, but they also gave me like, just like UPS. Um, they gave me a beanie, a pair of socks, uh, a wall, f- a big wall flag. Yeah, ought to show you before you leave. It's a big wall flag, and then a a little pin that's like their logo. Um, but I can't remember what I was gonna. Yeah, I don't know where you're going with this. I don't know. I just I was just saying like, <laughs> You're just really excited. I
1: was like, I got vinyls and test presses and oh man. Uh, this was a fun one. Yeah. I think I think we're at our limit. I don't I don't have much more on the backball <laughs> to say and I'm tired. I've been up since dude, we're recording this right now. It's almost ten o'clock and I've been up since five thirty this five five fifteen. if we're being real yeah. this morning on maybe two hours of sleep. And then a nap in between. Golly, I'm superhuman. Thank you, everybody. Let me just put on my cape and fly away. Back to the (laughs) Hamilton West Kroger. Hamilton Meadows Kroger. Come see me. But not tomorrow, Friday, or Saturday. Because I won't be there. This won't even come out in time for them. (laughs) It won't even matter. So all that information is irrelevant. Uh, I'm hungry again. Hang on. Are yeah. we like are we on season three? Is this season three? This is season three. Nice. Well, we didn't even mention that. <laughs> yeah, so season three. Yay. Um we're gonna leave this one as uh just like probably new year new episode or whatever. Yeah. It's like uh welcome or we're back and then New Year new podcast. New Year New Podcast And podcasts. we just talk
0: about something totally unrelated to mental <laughs> health.
1: And we talked. we touched. I mean there were some tidbits yeah. in there. Yeah. I didn't even need to open that. I still have my monster. I just wanted to do that. To the... Good job. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Cheers. everybody. Uh, we have social media still. I think I'm still paying on a website that I haven't updated since I purchased <laughs> it for $300. Um, so if you want to check that out, it's mhmpod.com. Info. mhmpod.com. Yeah, that's my domain. I should see how much it's worth. We should sell that and then upgrade all of our equipment and rebrand. brand. Next we could. Episode. We could. It's and probably we could, worth like six, seven hundred bucks. Yeah, we can get like a better URL for that for sure. Oh yeah, easily. We do Monday, Monday, Monday Health. <laughs> Birdbirdbird.com. <Bert>. Triple, triple, <laughs> triple M. Dude, I wonder what Bird's domain. Birdbirdbird.com. Just buy his domain out from under him. God, I just love two birds one cave. Oh, uh, this is a lot. This is fun. This is transitioning back into what we yeah. used to do once a week and didn't yeah. do for a month. Cool. So we'll have a we'll have a guest, right? Sure. I think Next oh week? shit, I gotta book guests. I have <laughs> I have one job at this podcast. Show up and book guests. You do the rest. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a guest. Sure. Let me uh We'll just, have Luna on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's so, that's so funny, guys. Uh, my mom was like, "So when are you starting back the podcast?" And I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot I had a podcast." Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, the thing that I did that improved my mental health, and we did a live event before at the end of the year, and they were like, "Never again, never done. again, bye."
0: <laughs> just ending,
1: ending with the live podcast, never to be heard from again. Yeah, um, the transitions are going to be awkward until we get back in our rhythm of things, yeah. but we are officially back, and we'll be doing, we'll be doing guests. Uh, uh, we don't know the theme of the season, um, and then uh, I'd say expect some few updates and a few changes, but we both know it may or may not happen, so it doesn't matter. You'll still get content. We'll leave yeah. it at that. Yeah. For one last no context. Fuck you, Elon Musk, and your stupid underground tunnel. (laughs) Jim Gaffigan said it best when who's your favorite celebrity uh, pretend astronaut? (laughs) Good night. Good night.